All right. In five, four, three, two, and one. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to all my Level With You fans out there. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Today, I am joined by the Duartistic One, Anthony Duart himself. Hey, how's it going? The Sub-Zero Hero, he's right above me. How you doing, Kenny? I want to say Shawn Michaels is the greatest wrestler of all time. Okay. You want, are you on this wrestling kick now? You, you on a wrestling kick now, Kenny? <laughs> It's just like Always. What, I know WWE 2K20 sucks, but it I mean, didn't suck. I didn't pick it up, but I was like, yeah, that's gonna be bad. It's bad I think yeah. they're not even making next year's. No, they. Yeah, okay, so they're not. I or they are. I don't know. My my bad. I kind of just like, you know, real, real quick lost you there in my in my headset, so I didn't hear what you were trying to say. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, but yeah, they're not making it. They're making a arcade style wrestler. Good, as they should. It'd probably be a lot better. Hopefully, just get back to that N64, WCW, NWO, good shit. Maybe some of that PS2. What was it? Those are the Raw games, or no, the SmackDown yeah, games. Yeah, those are like the final, really revered wrestling games. And it's time for them to make a comeback because they're fun and they're fun to play with friends. If you didn't know, this is a weekly video game podcast where the three and four of us, he's here, you just can't see him, get together and talk about video games. And you can find the video live on twitch.tv slash level with you every Tuesday at around 6 p.m. Eastern time. We're a little bit late this week due to some, let's call them technical difficulties. Uh, The video is available. (laughs) The video is available on Wednesdays. You can also get them on podcast services. If you can't find it on your particular podcast service, let us know in the comments, and we will make sure to add it there. And if you are watching live on Twitch and you want to interact with the show, we are monitoring the chat, and we'll be happy to answer any questions or, you know, comment on anything that you throw in there. So, guys, how are we doing this week? Back half of the show, I got to say, we're not doing news. We are going to be doing our final next-gen predictions for prices, hard drive space, uh, launch games, sleeper hits, everything like that. We're going to go back in a few weeks from now, see how we did, see who is the most accurate at predicting the future. Since we are coming down to the wire, we could get a price drop by the time this video is published. It is definitely the longest we've gone without knowing the upcoming price for consoles that are now mere weeks away i mean sure it's like 10 weeks but it's still you those that still counts as weeks but anyway anthony how you been doing i heard that something happened to you at work that you wanted to spiel about i've been doing pretty good uh i walked in uh yesterday i was in my office I was in my cubicle on the third floor where nobody else was at the time because there's usually i think since COVID happened we went back to work only two people on my floor that work with me right now or one other person the other guy is usually downstairs because he's got two different offices it's a whole thing but i uh just walked in upstairs and i was in my cubicle and i heard somebody come through the door and i heard footsteps and something i knew i was a little bit off about uh about that because they're not like the heavy steps that the guy who in the office that was there with me that day usually has so uh it was a little weird i was like oh, okay it's probably nothing she's probably just you know walking in anything much of it so i'm sitting there typing out an email and then all of a sudden I hear the footsteps like come say this is this is me where I'm sitting in my chair and this is the wall of my cubicle. I can hear the footsteps behind the wall of the cubicle and then they stop. 
So I look behind me to look around the corner to see if anyone's poking their head out or if the guy's trying to like play, like, oh, boo, gotcha. And there's none of that. So I was like, this is a little weird. So the footsteps go back in front of me and they kind of peter out a bit and they sound like they go into the office across the hallway. So I wait a minute. I burped and then I stood up and I wake into the office or I walk out of my cubicle into the office across the hall for me. And I just see some random dude. And he's just, just like, I would say maybe like 35 year old guy. Just uh, he's like a little shorter than I am. Baseball cap, orange tank top. He's got a face mask with like an eagle or some graphic on it. And I look at him and he's just sitting there like picking stuff up in like the guy's office, like looking at it, just, you know, fumbling around with stuff. And I said, hey, how's it going? He just goes, oh, it's like, hey, I was like, can I help? Can I help you with anything? And he looks at me and he goes, yeah, I'm just looking p- puzzles. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and it was silent for a second. And then he just looked at me and then he like shuffled out, out the door and down the stairs. And as I, he closed the door to the stairwell, I heard him just scream something in Spanish, either scream or like start sing. It was very sing-songy. It was kind of like, like something. And I was like, that was weird. And did you report and this to your was- superiors? Yeah, I thought it was a temp because we get a lot of temps at work. It was just work in the warehouse because I work part office, part warehouse. So I uh, went downstairs, was like, hey, do you, did you get, send somebody upstairs to check for puzzles or something? And the manager in the warehouse was like, no, we don't. nobody should be going up there. I'm like, that's that's what I said. We don't have the stock up here. The stock's on the first floor. Yeah, okay. he, just, uh, he just walked in. So for reference, you work at a company that makes puzzles. Yes, I do. <laughs> that's correct. That correct sir. Yes. Okay, that should be. Uh, if people if, were confused yeah, no, about the random utterance of puzzles. Oh no, for sure. Yeah, I work in um, the company I work for makes jigsaw puzzles. It's part. Uh, I work in the warehouse part of the facility where it's like part warehouse, part office. I work in the office, which is upstairs. Which anyone who's usually in the warehouse that needs to, that's like doing inventory, they never have like any need to go up to like where I'm at because I'm just in the back of the building, like just doing design stuff. So but clearly you, he was just like looking at like looking to steal some shit. I think he wanted waifu puzzles. I wish. <laughs> that's what you, but that's I went down. you gotta go next in your career. I mean, you just gotta merge your two passions, waifus and puzzles. I should, I'd love <laughs> to do that. I just gotta get a hydraulic press. Let's start let's start and we're gonna make our own business, be our own, waifu, be our waifu, own bosses. Waifu puzzle pillows. But I went uh, I went back downstairs and was like, Yeah, when I was talking to him. And then the manager outside, or the manager downstairs I was talking to, I was like, oh, hey, come here. He was like, well, we're, let's go check who, and like, go check to see if there's anybody, you know, working on the floor. And I, I know most of the dudes that work down on the floor there in the warehouse. So we walked around, and there was, like, maybe, we had, like, a skeleton shift uh, yesterday, so it was, like, way less people. And everybody who was working was kind of just, like, chilling in one spot because it was break time. And we walked over, and he's like, oh, is that anybody here? I was like, no. I was like, nobody. I was like, and all the guys, it's like, this, never seen this guy before just random guy and then some guy in the parking lot's like yeah yeah i saw him i was like oh you, you saw the guy i'm talking about i described it to him he's like yeah he rode up on some like small like girls like children's pink bike and then he just went and took off <laughs> okay so the mystery has still not to be solved about the mysterious man looking for the puzzles yeah huh okay well he's, hopefully he's it's not a major security man. beach breach no but it was funny because we don't have like it's funny that now that they want to kind of get like a camera or at least like bells on the door to like tell when people are going to come in. That's some like, cutting, oh, cutting okay. edge technology right there. Let's put some bells on the oh, door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jingle That's jangle. I mean, it nice. just, it, it kind of sucks though. Cause you never know who's, 
like we, we do have a lot of like temps that come in and work for us so it's like even the manager's like yeah i thought it was the temp they brushed it off too so it's like well good thing you know someone okay. was there sounds like your company has some security holes they need to fill Welcome to anyway. to be your waiter. So just for you know my own purposes for a friend you don't want to text me your company's address anthony yeah <laughs> you know? I think I could get. Well, do you do you want me to text you the address, or do you want me to hook you up with the good stuff? No. Or the, or the good or, entrance, the good not entrance. the front door. <laughs> I get you through the roof. So, um, do you decide how many pieces these puzzles have, or is that just above your pay grade? That's oh, that's way above me, man. That that's that's all the way to the top. <laughs> that goes okay. up to the top. None of none of my uh, none of my. I'm a peon. I don't. I just I just designed the the boxes. The boxes, okay. So Sometimes. not the actual puzzles themselves. Sometimes. Sometimes, okay. Well, someday maybe you'll like really be in charge of all the creative processes. You'll make the shapes. You'll make the amounts, and it'll. I don't know. Kenny, you just filmed some people with rubber ducks in a park. What's going on with that? So. <laughs> <laughs> and not... I'm the one that does the fetish artwork, huh? I'm the I'm you know because I just do everything and anything that sounds weird to me and as long as it's not going to get me in trouble I'm almost down for. Um, my great friends, my best friends, they wanted to, you know, do a duck race with rubber ducks to decide a fantasy football draft order. I thought it was totally ridiculous and stupid, and I got excited and I was like, "Yeah, I'm down. Let's do it." You know, and it went into pure chaos at one point in time a duck fell out the bag and started going <laughs> down the water stream and we were trying to figure out how to get it because we brought no extra ducks so then that would have thrown the whole plan aloof um so we <laughs> so we spent a good um five to eight minutes just chasing down this duck down the stream so these are just it... your standard bathtub rubber ducks yep and were they like not that big customized in any side in any way well did you put permanent marker on them one of the guys was in charge of putting permanent marker on them and it practically washed away on almost all of the ducks somehow in the water and there was was just two ducks no 12 ducks 12 oh okay so this is starting to sound more exciting now yes and it was just disastrous because we were trying to figure out a, a, a good way to, you know, be fair, drop these ducks so everybody, you know, gets a fair shot at the number one draft pick in the draft. And it was frustrating, like, trying to figure, figure it out. And then we just settled on turning over the whole bag and dropping them up at the same time, mixing it up and then dropping them. And however they fall, they fall and they start going downstream. And whoever crosses the finish line gets first place. Okay, and so was the victor satisfied and the loser accepting? The victor was satisfied. Whoever, whoever that was was satisfied because their duck was the only one whose permanent marker didn't wash. So we knew who he was. Everyone else, the ducks flipped upside down like a trillion times. And by the time they crossed, we didn't know whose duck was whose, except for first place. So huh. isn't that all oh, that wow. counts? That's all, that's all you want to know is the winner. No, because they have to figure out the draft order by how you play, how you finish. Ah. 
so, okay, so maybe, maybe next time you put like some like heavy duty stickers on them. I don't know. So now, or we're hear me do, out. You could up? get like a little tube from like Home Depot, cut mm-hmm. half of it off, angle it like a good old ice luge, and then put the ducks that. So we're gonna do a tarp. I we lost. I think I lost Wiley there. I don't know. It might oh. uh, oop the video at least. Right. My bad. So, my bad. I'm back. What we're gonna do is we're gonna go get a tarp. We're gonna put the tarp in my backyard because I have a decent little steep hill, you know. And we're gonna put this soap on the tarp and water it and race them down the tarp. We'll be doing that within the next couple of days and filming it. Ooh. Okay. I want you to get that all edited and thrown up on the channel, and we can really diversify our audience here. I got you. We do it all. We're gonna rubber duck race. Rubber duckies, video games, video games, we got ducks, we got (laughs) boobs. Not real ones, guys. Let's get into the games we've been playing. I myself have been playing the Tony Hawk One and Two demo pretty extensively. I also went back and platinumed one of my favorite games of this generation, Assassin's Creed Origins, just because I felt the urge one night. And I'm a few missions into the new Dishonored. Or not new. It's the newest, new to me, Dishonored Death of the Outsider, which I picked up on a sale a couple weeks ago. Anthony's got some hot takes on the wonderful 101 Remastered, and he's been delving a little bit deeper into that fairy tale game. So what I wanted to start with, because I think it's the most relevant and the most new, uh, Tony Hawk 1 and 2. The demo is now live for people that pre-ordered the game. And I got to say, even though it's one level, no objectives, two-minute free skate, four songs. I have played it probably 50 to 65 times by now. That's awesome. I think it's fantastic. Um, that reminds me of the first like Dreamcast demo I got. Like That was just the ones you just played the shit out of because you love so much. Yeah, definitely. Um I think, yeah, the Sonic Adventure demo, the first level yep. of that. That was like. Two, just... I got the Tomb Raider, Tony Hawk 1, Dead or Alive, MDK, Fur MDK. Fighters. Yeah, that was one where you're like the. I wasn't like a Batman. You kind of looked like Batman, but you had that wingsuit and you like had this like little gun thing and you kind of looked like a gargoyle. It was like MDK 2. Huh. Not sure I know about that one. For Dreamcast. It was pretty cool. But anyway, if people don't know, uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 is a remake um, coming from Crystal not Crystal Dynamics, uh, Vicarious Visions were the folks that worked on the Crash Bandicoot remake trilogy. They did a really solid job with that, and now they are bringing back to life uh, these games from the late 90s, uh, and I think Tony Hawk 2 technically came out in 2000, and giving them a very fresh new coat of paint. Uh, They did get some sort of uh, mediocre remaster about 10 years ago for... I want to say the 360 and PS3 that just that didn't feel right. They didn't capture the essence of the original games from a gameplay perspective. Uh, this one certainly does. Uh, they've taken the best aspects uh, as far as control goes from one, two, three, and four. You got the uh, manuals that were implemented in Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, which allow you to extend your street combos or your yeah, your street combos, non-vert. Uh, much longer than you could previously. You got your revert, which was uh, implemented in Tony Hawk 3, which really uh, makes it so you can mix and match your combos, really keep the game going for a long time. 
And then something that they added in four, which I was happy to see, because four is probably the most underrated in the series. I think that one gets overlooked a lot. Uh, is when you are in the midst of a manual or a grind, you can double tap uh, a certain face button, and you will on the fly do sort of a variation or go into a, another trick uh, very naturally. So the combos feel great. Um, it looks really excellent. It's got uh, HDR, the, the warehouse. It's the first level from the first game. That's what's available in the demo. Um, they still have Superman and... by Goldfinger playing? They do. So they have Superman. The four songs in the demo are two of them are are new, which they're they're all right. But the the two that are from the original games are Superman, Goldfinger, and um, Gorilla Radio, Rage Against the Machine, which is kind Ooh. of the uh, big Tony Hawk Two song. Mm-hmm. And I I just really think they're doing a good job with you know honoring the original games and. Um, I know that there's going to be a, a good amount of new skaters based on the opening video as well. Every everything's been remo capped. Um, I can't wait for there to be more modes. See what they do with online. See what the trophy list looks like. Because I haven't talked about a whole lot on the show because it's been a long time. But when I was a kid, um, Tony Hawk Two was that and Halo were my most played games of all time, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Well, also, I might be forgetting Pokemon Yellow, but uh, good one. Tony Hawk 2, man, back on PS1, I, that's the one that I had. I know it was they had a great Dreamcast port, but uh, I just felt like I had whole afternoons and evenings with friends from the neighborhood just competing for high scores and learning all these, learning all oh. the secrets. Wasn't that the best? I used to do that with like there was Tony Hawk, Kirby Air Ride, Jet Set Radio Future. Ah, oh, I want ah, those days back. Okay, that was so much nice. fun. I used, to, I used to live in a condominium complex. So everybody, you know, like you get the neighborhood kids who play outside. You'd be like, "Oh, let's go back to my house and play video games." And you're sitting in this small ass fucking basement, just glued to your like nice CRT with your. I remember when the original Xbox first came out. That was crazy playing uh, Jet Set and then Star Wars Battlefront Two. Oh my god. Yeah, Jet Set Radio Future. I think when I got my Xbox, that it actually was bundled with that and some racing game. Um, yeah, it was like the two. It was like the uh, it had both sides of the game cart or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, box definitely. had two covers. Yeah, I recall that. That was because uh, I wasn't a first day adopter, but once I went to my friend Jerry's house and I played Halo multiplayer, literally one v one on the level Battle Creek, like over and over. Yeah. I was like, this is the best thing ever, best thing ever. I got to invest. So yeah, I, I'm the full game comes out September fourth. Um, got my pre-order ready. Definitely very. I, before I was timidly excited. Now I'm. Um, this is since it's imminent. I'm chopping at the bit to to play more. So nothing but. I really can't think of anything negative to say about it. I mean, it's such a small slice that that certainly could change once the full release comes out. But high hopes as of now. High hopes. Is it like a? Is it all going to be an arcade experience, kind of like the original was, or is it going to be like they'll have like a story mode? I don't think they're adding a story mode. I think that they, um, you know, maybe they'll throw in some new objectives, so you're not just doing the same. Getting the VHS tapes. Trying to get exactly, yeah, but it might (laughs) just be that, and I'd be okay with it as long as they are implementing. You know, you are leveling up, so and and I think I'm hoping that your level progresses when you. Because now I'm like level nine or ten or something, and 
I hope they don't have a skater pass or something like that. I hope it's free and they don't uh. get get too nasty with that. But uh, as long as there's cool cosmetics to unlock and the trophy list is solid and not that that really, really matters, but it's a nice perk, especially because I've been getting back into the trophy game lately. Um, there you go. But Anthony, uh, you played a little, um, another remaster, one of the Wii U's final greats that nobody ever played because it was on the Wii U, yep, Wonderful exactly. 101 Remastered. Uh, the Platinum Games Action Joint. What'd you think? It's good. It's it's really fun. It's different. It's very, very different for like a Platinum Action game. I'm thinking like going into it, my mindset was like, okay, it's gonna be like a Bayonetta or something along, you know, the Devil May Cry kind of, but it's totally just like blew my expectations right out of the water. It's uh, the way you go about it, you're kind of introduced. It's nice. You get just like thrown right into the action. You're on this, you start off on this like bus and you're this, uh, like school teacher guy, like kind of Clark Kent, Superman kind of thing, where he's like, I'm a Transformer superhero. And it just goes from like zero to 60. It's great. Um, but the controls are definitely a little wonky at first. You fight as the camera's zoomed out. You can zoom it in or zoom it out, but it's easier to keep it zoomed out because there's a lot that's going on screen. The way that I, I kind of equate it is it's like a Pikmin. If Pikmin was like a Platinum Games game. So it's like if Pikmin was like more action oriented. So, so you, with the 101, there's 101 mm-hmm. of these things that you're throwing at people, or or how do they, how do you control them? You control them with the right stick. So you're running around. Basically, it's like Pikmin. You don't have to whistle, but you run into them. And once you run into them, uh, you pretty much – they're the ones that you already have control of. The way that you capture the people – they're basically citizens. They're just like, oh, help me. So you see, like, the little help icon, and then you take the right stick, and you draw, like, a circle around them, and that, like, brings them into your cause – and the way that they have it toggled from the Wii U, yeah, it's there's a lot kind of happening at once because you can press the minus button to have it display the touch screen from the Wii U, which is crazy because it's just like this is the whole screen, say, and then this is like the touch screen part. Thankfully, you can toggle it on and off. It takes up like a decent okay. chunk, but there's not too much like solid stuff you have to have on there at all the time. Does it feel like it would have been better on the Wii U because of that feature, or does it translate pretty fine? It translates pretty well, I, I feel. It, it definitely, like, is kind of hard to be like, okay, because the way you switch, like, certain heroes you have, because you have different types, like, there's, right now I have fist, sword, and gun, but the way you choose who is the hero that, like, you pick that makes those things is from the touchpad, so you have to, like, click minus, and then, like, use the right stick or whatever to, like, or the directional pad to select the hero, but that takes, that's super quick, so that wasn't anything too, like, off-putting, and then each year, little guys, depending on, like, how... Basically, just how much you fight with them, they rank up, which is neat. And when they rank up, they learn different moves, or certain ones learn different moves to add to, like, your type move pool, I would say. So, like, your fist move pool, your sword move pool. Okay. So, is but... it... Hmm? Sorry, what you I don't say? know. It, I, I guess I just don't know, really. It's still hard for me to picture what the gameplay is like, because... It's, it's, I really how... just recommend checking it out, because that's okay. that's the only way I can really describe it. You, you move around, it's action-oriented, not, like... I feel like when I'm playing it, it should be like Bayonetta or like DMC where you can like dodge, except there's no mm-hmm. dedicated dodge button right away. You can press X to sprint and move faster, but you have to unlock after the first level this little like dodge thing, which is like you guys all transform, you go into like a slinky. So you just like slinky out of the way, but that takes up a charge meter. And you have like these old, if you ever played Beautiful Joe, you have like those little movie things, the oh, movie yeah. little boxes on top. 
they have like movie or like they're basically just like batteries so you have like battery charges that you use for transformations and whenever you want to make a transformation that you fight with for the fist it's like you draw a circle with the right stick for sword you just go straight for gun it's like a backwards l it's it's okay. interesting it's a really it, it's neat it, and it's challenging i have it i've it on i've died i don't know probably like 25 times so far within the first three levels oh okay yeah that's a solid amount of dying it's rough. um so speaking of things coming to the Wii U, and I'm going to throw a little bit of news in here, um, or coming from the Wii U, Pikmin 3 got announced um, as the maybe perhaps final Wii U to Switch port. I don't know. What do you think? That'd be cool. I'm excited to play it. I've never played 3. Um, it's coming out October 30th. It is called Pikmin 3 Deluxe. I don't know what they're going to throw in there to um, justify a $60 price point, but I'm sure they'll find a way. I'm sure they'll find a way. I'm sure they'll do okay. Oh, yeah. Plus, they're adding some Nintendo. stuff to it, I think, from what I saw. I actually, the only Pikmin I've played a good amount is the first one. I played it as a kid, and it would stress me out so much, I could never get enough parts to get back to home. Yeah, it's it's very stressful. Like I could, That's why I never wanted to play it as a kid. Like It was just the time limit. It, it, yeah, scared. Really now. Is. <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right, I gotta concentrate. Get these parts back to the ship, or else I'm gonna be here forever. Mm-hmm. Turn to a Pikmin. All right, Kenny, I can't keep you out of this conversation any longer. What's going on over there in your neck of the woods? Um, I've been playing the same old, same old, but I do want to announce that what I will be playing come Monday, 7:30 p.m. Eastern on Twitch <laughs> and on YouTube. <laughs> Madden 21, Madden Mondays, is back. Ooh, hell yeah. Effect. So Madden Monday is back. What's the theme this year? Are you going to be, do you know yeah. what mode you're going to be focusing on? What team you're going to be rolling with? So I thought of Anthony, and what we are running with and focusing on is our card collecting mode. Oh, yeah. The Madden Ultimate Team. Ah, okay. Building so the, the team, uh... collecting the cards, collecting my top dogs. So this is like boss of the wall. This is like freemium shit now, right? Like we're going yep. into like need to buy premium currency after you bought the game. Yep. Right? That's the territory we're leaning into. We're going so I'm all you're out. Getting the ultimate edition. Yes, we have pre-ordered the MVP edition. What makes it MVP? A hundred dollars. It gives us all <laughs> the all, price tag. All of this. It gives us a couple. Uh, it gives us a Lamar Jackson um, MVP card. So I have like at least a, I think I'll, I'm gonna take a guess and say he's gonna be at least a 85. His card. Uh, so that'll be a that's, decent that's good, quarterback right? to start off with. Yep. Um, is it out of a hundred score? 99 is the top score. Oh shit. Nope, nope. So what are you? Are, Anthony, are you telling me you're going to be the uh, Andy Richter to his Conan O'Brien? I have no idea what you just said, but yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Was Conan O'Brien the? Just... Is it the talk show guy or is he a sports guy? What? Come on, you don't know Conan. You would love Conan. Conan, like yeah, he's the, the talk show Conan? guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Conan yeah. O'Brien. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But what's his the other sidekick guy? is Andy Richter. Uh... He's the guy that he points to and says jokes at sometimes, and he's pretty funny too. He had a TV show back in the day. I gotta brush up um, on my night show game. Yeah, I've been. I was listening to a podcast recently where they were just talking about how much they love Conan. I was like, man, I really, 
I like Conan a lot too, and I have not given him a fair shake ever since he moved to TBS, but I think it's it's still pretty solid from what I hear. Uh, so cool, Madden Monday makes a return. Make sure to check that out, 7.30 Eastern Mondays. And I'm sure if you wanted to challenge Kenny, he would not take you. He'd probably I, take your offer. I, I wouldn't back down. Depending you know, on the I'll, mood. I'll play you and get back to my Madden Mondays. And maybe get back to my ultimate team right after I scrape you. <laughs> nice. Um, all right. So I did mention that I went back and platinumed Assassin's Creed Origins. I, I think that after I did, did the same with Ghost of Tsushima, put up the review, check that out on the channel. It's one of our more, I guess, uh, Go ahead, don't trending. Back say uh, it. Can we, can we say trend? Is it trending? It has <laughs> been trending. It's about to hit 100 yeah. views. Yeah, which is, you know, pretty darn good. So I'm happy about that. Please check it out if you haven't already. But uh, after I was done clearing out that map of all the check marks and question question marks, I was like, I want to do that for one of my favorite games of this generation, Assassin's Creed Origins. My personal favorite Assassin's Creed. Love the ancient Egypt setting. Love Bayek as a main character. I think the game is just epic overall and the the best in the series. So I started my journey platinuming it, platinuming it like back when I was playing it in 2017. And since I deleted Warzone and Call of Duty, I have all this free space. So I can just like put it a disc in and play something. It's great. And so I did that with Assassin's Creed. Uh, the trophies I had to clear out. The main one was clear out all objectives. So that means like literally every encampment in the game I had to loot every piece of treasure, had to assassinate every captain assassinate every lieutenant whatever and yeah it was a bit of a bit of a grind but uh i think it only took about an additional 10 to maybe 14 hours after my original 95 hours playthrough which i also oh, wow. completed both dlc stories like yeah this game is huge man like in odyssey for for its credit is even bigger and not that that's what makes a good game but like did you get bored with it after like already playing 95 hours and then like did you feel like you know kind of going back like okay i'm gonna platinum it was that like the only thing kind of driving you or did you find yourself you know enjoying it again kind of no, like, I thought, oh, yeah yeah i was enjoying it again i was like yeah okay i i can see in some ways that it's aged out that other games since have improved upon it its formula uh one of them being ghost of tsushima yeah. having certainly better combat um but the world itself still is stunning i think i think that the atmosphere of the tombs of which i had to explore many the detail of you know alexandria and philadelphia and giza and all these different and memphis and all these different egyptian cities is pretty stellar and i think that bayek's a good character i I think it's fun to just want. I think I love the fact that like half the mat is a freaking desert where you can walk around and hallucinate. Like one of the trophies I had to get awesome. was, wit yeah, is witness raining bugs in the desert. And I was just like, I had to wander around the desert for 15 minutes, but eventually, like all these scarabs started falling from the sky and just like Oofy. plopping all around me. And I was like, okay, sweet. That's like, <laughs> I got the like an RNG thing. Is it just like a, a thing that'll happen whenever you're out in the desert for like X amount of time? 
yeah exactly there's all types of different hallucinations like you know whether it'll be like a body of water or um yourself or you know an npc from earlier in the game then you walk up to them and they just vanish um oh, that's stuff awesome. like that is that's really cool that's very neat. very neat i like when they add stuff like that yeah so i did that um and before i talk about death of the outsider a little bit uh do you want to give us a quick update on what you're feeling about fairy tale which is the uh turn-based rpg based on the popular anime series fairy tale yeah and you weren't uh, so hot on it right i wasn't so hot on it but... nope it was uh very slow i had uh still only you know recommended if you like the anime if you watched all of it if you're into it that's the only way i can really recommend it but it, it got, it's getting better it's i'm still like maybe i think i'm nine hours in ten hours in now and things are starting to open up it's a very slow start you get more characters as you progress um you you get the the, the fan service is already strong chapter four you unlock all the swimsuits for the girls and the guys so you get your fan service of right course. away if you want it okay but yeah that's good i mean i'm probably gonna see it through at some point i mean it's on the switch it's portable i can play while i'm pooping play while i'm sleeping it's nice i'm looking at it um the uh is currently sitting at a 70 on metacritic on the pc and you know that sounds pretty accurate to what you've been saying a little bit of a mixed bag and if you're a fan of the series it is a fun show um maybe check it out yeah. or maybe wait for a sale because it's still 60 bucks i'd wait for a sale and it's funny because you can tell they're trying to replicate the anime but they didn't put in the effort to model like a lot of the characters that have dialogue they're not like crazy main characters, but they'll be characters that should be on screen and they'll show them interacting. But all you see is their portrait, like their character portrait. There's no 3D model of them at all in the game, which I mm-hmm. find a little like uh, just a little thing I noticed. I was like, oh, it's a little lazy, but what are you going to do? Gotcha. All right. So final game I want to touch on before we move on to the second half of the show, where we're going to get all into our predictions for what is going to happen in October, November, and December with the next-gen consoles, with the world turned upside down. Is it going to what? Is it going to what? That's what we're going to talk about. Turn right Uh, side up. Dishonored Death of the Outsider. (laughs) Um, I played the first three missions now. Each mission is like hella detailed. People probably already know like the top-down vision of what Dishonored is. It's a first-person um, stealth slash action game from uh, Arcane Studios. Uh, very immersive, sim-heavy. Lots of player choice in how to complete your objectives. Um, takes place in sort of a fictional late 1800s uh, steampunk is what they call it universe. And uh, the games are known for being. I would say uh, extremely well detailed in their environments, and that is no exception here. Uh, it's really got a great sense of place. Karnaka, this the city that this uh, sort of spin-off of the original games takes place in, is really well realized. I was thinking the other day, like if gaming had an Oscars, and I know that the Game Awards is trying to be that, that it would be that this would win Best Set Design, and I think that that's something to really appreciate because like exploring and taking your time and really like searching each room for all the detailed things that are there there are maybe a few too many things to read i'm like okay i'm not here to to read i was just reading my stephen king book (laughs) you know let me play the game but um 
I think that the the level design in these games is exceptional. Uh, I think that unfortunately the combat is is where it is weakest, and uh, it is unfortunately very easy to break stealth. Maybe that's a good thing for you. Maybe you like it to be super unforgiving, which I actually kind of liked about Splinter Cell. But uh, this one was I, I, the shit hits the fan when you when you get seen, and it feels like just waiting to get killed is the option that I prefer because there is no revert from last checkpoint for some reason, yeah. um, just from the pause menu. How far does it put you back uh, and fuck up? It's actually got a really good checkpointing system, um, which is a, an improvement over the other games. Like it's only usually two to six minutes or something. Like I remember in earlier Dishonored games, I was save scumming and shit all the time. Yeah. But uh, I have How beaten one and two. There's, there's three two. There's two and this. there's three. So there's one and two, and then Death of the Outsider was the forty dollar, um, you know, standalone game that that came out a year or two after two. And I, I think that if you like the first two games, this game's sold for cheap on the regular. It definitely continues its traditions. Um, like I said, the combat is not my favorite. I was saying I think that Death Loop needs to make that a little bit more satisfying when you do get caught if it is stealth focused. Um, but overall, I'm pretty pleased, even though admittedly I've been frustrated uh, for a decent amount of my playtime due to breaking stealth and not finding the uh, following gameplay too satisfying. That's pretty. Uh, that's a pretty drastic change then from Ghosts, where couldn't you like you could get back into stealth pretty easily, and like you'd be just hitting somebody with a sword, and you'd maybe like run behind a wall, and they'd be like, "Where'd you go?" Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's definitely like, and that's not completely gone and dishonored. Like, if you do hide long enough, they will leave. But it's not like in Ghost, where like in the encampment itself, you can like break stealth, kill three guys, and then walk fifty feet, and there's like yeah, four Just dudes cheesier. sitting around a fire, not not giving a shit. <laughs> Do you hear that? No. Okay. Yeah, it's like, and, and it's so like someday they'll be able to make it so it's not cheesy. A guard being like, "What was that?" Guess it was nothing. This was nothing. I didn't hear it. I think it'd be a lot scarier in like VR once that hits like peak. Just when the can the the game can start listening to your breathing and that would be scary. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, y'all. Back half of the show, topic of the show, time to get in predictions. What we think's gonna happen. We will name a winner here in a few weeks. They will win a prize, TBD. So it has been the ultimate game of chicken between Sony and Microsoft as far as what the price is going to be. Neither one wants to go first, and consumers are left in wake wondering, how much am I going to need to shell out for these things? How much more am I going to be in debt? All right. I want to hear, first of all, from Kenny, what he thinks his precious Series X is going to cost. Six hundred five ninety nine. Five ninety nine. All right. So, any reason for that? Any reason in your willing to call it, or are you just um making an educated guess? My, ed- I'm putting it there because my educated guess for the, you know, the lesser version, the S series S, is going to be a four, four, uh, four forty nine. Four forty nine. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's a good. Interesting. Um. So, a one hundred and fifty dollar differential 
in the Series S, which has yet to be formally announced by Microsoft, although it is the world's apparently worst kept secret. <laughs> um, interesting. Okay. So, Anthony, what are you thinking that the Series X is going to be? And feel free to go out on a limb. Uh, I'm probably going to go... So the series, the series X is like the X is the bigger one, and the S is the like the lower tier one, right? Yep. Yeah, okay. you got that. Yep. X so, for extreme. Extreme. I'm gonna go. I want to say the series X. I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna say it's gonna be uh, six six forty nine ninety nine for the series X, and then the series ooh, S ooh. is gonna be um. I was I would say probably like. Four ninety nine, as well. Four ninety nine. Okay, okay. I think if they came out with a six forty nine Xbox Series X, that would be a terrible, terrible mm-hmm. decision. Uh, just mm-hmm. because it's too much money. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's way too much. But they'll probably try to do it. What I'm gonna guess is that they're gonna throw in like, okay, we're gonna give you instead of you know all the one pack and controllers, they're gonna give you two and two wireless controllers. They're gonna give you uh, one game. One game to come with a digital download, and then like, okay, what is that? What Xbox has? Uh, maybe like they'll also the game, and then they'll like throw in maybe like a free year of Game, game Pass, Pass Ultimate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. For the bundle, I, I, the final section of the predictions is the bundle predictions. So um, if you haven't thought ahead on that, maybe put it in the back of the mind and get those wheels spinning because we're gonna get there pretty soon. Um, so me personally, what I'm going, I'm going to agree with Kenny on the Series X price of $599. I think that uh, it's been going around the internet. Uh, Alana Pierce of Kind of Funny got a photo from an insider that there was a sort of a maybe placeholder price, maybe not a placeholder price uh, leaked. And that's been making the rounds. And I think she did not want it to get out and be as big as a rumor as it has become. Who knows? But anyway, so I think $599 for the Series X, and I think that they are going to go $399 for the Series X. So a little bit cheaper than you guys. Um, I do think that that is the one that they are going to be con- aiming at, at more so mainstream America, <laughs> mainstream like the world. Broader audience, yeah. Yeah, people that don't want to maybe get in on that premium 599 price uh but then there's also still going to be the xbox one s which if that's still going to be in production it's still going to be getting all the same games i think they drop that to 200 and then just have a 246 you know nice and clean even how much power do you want how much power do you need that type of thing all right so that wraps up the xbox portion of the price guessing what about playstation what are we going to see here Anthony, the super SSD router-looking motherfucker, PS5. My Series S, uh, $399. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Hmm. Uh, That's a good question. PlayStation, I'm going to, just from what I said before, because PlayStation, since they're always just at the heels of Xbox and they're just going back and forth, I'm going to go with the ps5 so is the all the i think the thing that i'm just not grasping is the all digital supposed to be like their higher tier model 
or is it no no i think they're actually the same they're they're okay. the same as in terms of specs uh one just, just plays discs disc and the other doesn't yeah i'm gonna go ps5 i'm gonna go with that as 599 i'm gonna say both 599 for full digital and then uh disc drive so mm. what are they going to do to incentivize you to not have a disc drive i don't know because i guess it all just comes down to if you have the internet or you prefer to have your games digital or physical i mean i, I personally i guess that's why but it's probably just my bias because i can't really see the point and what would you do to incentivize me to get like all digital i don't know if there's really much you can do well nothing for nothing to get you to change to all digital but for somebody else, for yeah. App. Like I'm trying to think of like an incentive that'd be like, oh wow. Um, six months of Game Pass. I th I think something like that, or you know, or PlayStation Now in this case. Um, mm -hmm. that is something that people might might consider. It's just just uh, a break on the services. I'd yeah. give the PlayStation Now back if they try to give me that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not it. it's not Game Pass for sure. Um. Okay, so Kenny, what do you think about this PS5? Five ninety nine. Okay, and for the all Sensing digital, trend here four ninety nine. You took my answers, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Literally right. the I mean, same exact really, from no me. Room. I mean, there's no room to move with it, really, because I feel like it'd be great if it was cheaper, like three ninety nine. But I just don't, I can't see it. Oops. Oh, sorry, sorry, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> we're both editing the google doc here uh yeah i gotta go i think there will be a bit of a price difference even though there is precedent for there not to be one if you look at the xbox series s and the xbox series s all digital they are the same msrp and i don't know how much that that hurt helped or made no difference to them uh but the thing's not going to be in production anymore it's just going to be the one s uh the series x or the one x and the all digital are ceasing production uh to make room for the two new xboxes okay so the next question here's where we start to be uh, a little get into fanboy territory which will have a higher demand which will be harder to find in stores which will be the hypest of the hype the one that our friends want to come check out will it be the xbox series x or the ps5 i'm gonna go with a curveball here and i'm gonna say nintendo switch <laughs> Love it. it's gonna be the hardest to find <laughs> this holiday who knows this holiday Maybe. season I have, it, it, we know it's gonna be so that's that's funny um but my guess is gonna be the ps5 telling it like it is kenny i appreciate it as we know kenny xbox ambassador his preferred console of choice is the xbox and it's where he gets his achievements it's where he plays his war zone but he is willing to admit that after the delay of Halo Infinite, there might be a little bit of an uphill battle this holiday season. Is that is that what I'm hearing from you? Yeah, it just tells what it is is that I'm admitting that day one I need to grab my PS5 because then I could take my time grabbing the the Xbox because it's gonna be in stock. Not too many people is gonna be racing out day one to grab it. So, so what you're saying is that Santa's you... gonna have a lot of snow, uh, a lot of traction in a sleigh going uphill yep whatever anthony said <laughs> yeah <laughs> whatever anthony said yep that's what... <laughs> um okay so if you're not feeling the rush to go out and get it i think that that might be a concerning point of contention for 
Microsoft as somebody who is uh, Xbox first and uh, a big advocate for you know the Game Pass ecosystem, somebody that plays most of their games on it. Uh, they have been so consumer friendly the past few years. They have yeah. been making moves in that direction. You know, your old controllers work. Uh, you can throw in a 360 game that works. Uh, smart delivery, all types of smart choices that make people feel uh, like they are getting bang for their buck. But uh, it doesn't have, I think, the allure that Sony has created with their sort of minimal and focused uh, conference that they had a couple of months ago. And I think the fact that we're getting Spider-Man this holiday, as far as we know, still going to be there, uh, as well as other titles, maybe Gran Turismo, maybe Godfall. I don't know if those are uh, confirmed launch titles, but I think that they're definitely 2020. Could be wrong on that Gran Turismo. But I just think that the hype is more palpable for the, the PlayStation 5. I think with the Series X that people uh, are hyped for it, that are very into fidelity and want that type of experience on console. They think it's going to be dope to play 120 FPS, you know, multiplayer action uh, to get the quickest refresh rates and the clearest HDR. I don't know, man. But I, I think that that's, I'm, I'm glad that Kenny uh, is, I don't know, not Ketcher, dying Ketcher, on his Ketcher, Xbox Hill. Can I share a text message a, I just got with you guys? I'm going to summarize everything Wiley said for the show. It very short. It's because I'm gonna put it out there. I'm gonna grab the PS5 right off rip because they are not none of those games are gonna be on the PS4. So if I want to try these games, I have to get it. So it's like they gave me no other option. Xbox, most of those game, most of the games that are gonna be dropping this holiday season, I'll still it's gonna have the smart delivery so I could buy them on the Xbox. I'll be able to buy the new Yakuza and get my upgraded version to the Series X once I just pick up the Series X and play it in, you know, the high res higher resolutions, 120 FPS, all of that good stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. okay. Sony really didn't give me a, a choice, you know. They kind of forced my hand on it. They're holding you hostage. Yeah, they are. They are. You know, they made you put it they, in the cookie jar. They are tyrants in this business. <laughs> just like every other console launch in history they're tyrants mm -hmm. speaking of uh, all right anthony sh share us this text so i just got a text from a number that i don't know and i'll uh <laughs> I'll, I'll read it for you hello jeffrey this is pat with congressman jim mcgovern's campaign jim has been a tireless advocate for progression progressive causes in washington he's committed to creating a government and an economy that works for all of us not just those at the top Will you join me in supporting Jim? First of all, my name's not Jeffrey. That is a good name, though. Second of all, I don't know who this guy is. Jim McGovern's, he's, he's a good congressman. He's, he's got an office down in Northampton. Um, very progressive, and I met him. Nice guy uh, when I was in the doing my internship, my final semester of college. And so, yeah, sorry that you got that text, but you should, you should follow okay. up. Be like, hey, my name's Anthony, but uh, sure. Hey, you got the name wrong, but the guy sounds pretty nice. <laughs> ask, ask him if, if Jim is a PS fanboy because he's not getting my vote. Hey, Jim, what do you want? <laughs> do, Jim, would you prefer the PS5 or the Xbox One? Please type out your answer in the five-paragraph format for me. 
maybe you'll be <laughs> featured on next week's show. Love you. <laughs> Should totally do that. Just like I'm considering it, but I'm just a little bit worried about what his position is on how much storage he thinks that the Xbox One Series X and the PS5 are going to have, which is our next prediction category. What is this whole game drive going to be? What? How many how many gigabytes is is COD uh, Modern Warfare now, Kenny? Like my whole system. <laughs> exactly. Right. That's you gross. got like an eight eight terabyte. Ex- okay, so you have like you do have an eight terabyte uh, external, external hard drive, right? Yep. Okay. So like is terabyte. your base system five hundred? No, my base system is two terabytes. I have it's two terabytes okay. total. Gotcha. Okay, so he was exaggerating. He's got the space, but it is like 227, 227 gigabytes. That's gross. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty wild. I think definitely a record. I remember when like Red Dead was announced at like ninety six a couple of years ago. People were like, "Damn! Oh my god!" But that has certainly been trounced big time. Um, so with games getting bigger with these consoles having solid state drives uh, as opposed to typical hard drives, it's going to be tough for them to find a balance between value and storage space. So I think this is perhaps the most interesting question of them all because it's the most up in the air. So Anthony, or actually let's start with Kenny this time. Kenny, how much space do you think the Series X will have? The Series S will have, and the PS5. So, here it goes. I'm saying that the Series X is going to have two terabytes, right? Mm-hmm. The digital will have the same. Honestly, they're all three. Gonna, all four of these consoles are going to have the same amount of storage. Uh, because what I'm thinking is that they're going to be banking is on the expandable storage slots that they have on each of the consoles. But I think they're going to ship them out two terabytes each. So you're saying that for the Series S, the Series X, and the PS5, and the PS5 Digital? Yep, two terabytes. Okay, keeping it clean and simple. I wish I was uh, as optimistic as you on that front, because I do think that there is going to be a bigger push next gen for expandable hard drives um and i am going to go with a 1.5 terabyte on the uh on the ps5 sorry i'm going out of order tyler um series x i'll start with that i'm going to go with 2 terabytes for the series x For the Series S, I'm going to do one terabyte. PS5 and PS5 Digital, 1.5 terabytes. So I think Series X is going to have the advantage here. Don't ask me why. It's what I looked into my heart and saw, okay? You should go to the doctor. I don't think that should be in your heart. (laughs) That's a good point. That's a good point. Are you okay? Is your breathing okay? I don't know. It I've been a little, little heavy. Touch, touch and go, especially. That'd when be I'm cool if when sleep. you opened your mouth, it was like the Xbox of. Mm. <laughs> the Xbox 360 is a. Okay, so we've been doing our next gen predicting for a little bit, a little while now, but 
I think. Okay, go ahead, Kat. Oh, we didn't, we didn't do Anthony. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry, my bad. <laughs> um, Series say, X. Series X. The I'm going to say the Nintendo Switch is going to come with a one terabyte SSG drive, little uh, SD memory card. They're so going to give that to you. In a bundle. Well, that's a bundle. But uh, okay, X Series Be serious. X. Serious. We're doing serious video game predictions. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Let's see. Psychonauts two. Um. Series X. Memory, X. throw it out there. Two oh, God. Throw it out there. <laughs> oh, two just, terabyte. Uh, one, terabyte. Name it. I'm going to say four terabyte for Series X, two terabyte for Series S. <laughs> and then, let's see, PS5. Oh, my God. Five I'm terabyte. Sorry, the Tyler's reaction. When you said four, Tyler, Tyler, Tyler's this whole time been real chilling with, with like the straw in his mouth. Mm. You said four, he laughed. He, <laughs> went, back, he went back and forward to type this out. Oh, God. <laughs> I wish the audience could have saw that. That was the best moment Damn. of the show so far. That's cute. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with uh, But it's also like, this is hard because then it goes. So, uh, I think what I'm not getting in my smooth brain today is that are we doing our bundles predictions? We're going to do separate after just like regular, or is this part of the the next question? It's a bundle prediction because I feel like the ones yeah, with the, the bundle is going to come with more memory, hmm. uh, which, which is possible. Well, They've done that in other bundles because, from my experience, like when they launched the PS4, it launched with like 500 gigabyte memory. And then you could have your regular systems with the bundles with like Uncharted or whatever. And then I remember they were re released the PS4, like the newer version, with an Uncharted bundle that was like one terabyte. No, And they what they did was the Gears 4, they bundled it with a two terabyte um, Xbox One S. No, oh, jeez. Which, that was the only way to grab a two terabyte Xbox One S at the time. Well, Tyler, Tyler got I'm right thinking more of launch, launch bundles. Yeah. Um, which, who knows if they'll even be a thing, but I think, I know that PS5 is getting a pack-in with Astrobot, which is uh, you know, supposed to show off all the features of the PS5 DualSense and whether or not it's a full-fledged game or more of just a, you know, a couple-hour showcase remains to be seen. But, you know, the bundles, is that's more of just a pie in the sky. What can we see in our minds as, like, you know, the Xbox that you can pick up at the Microsoft stores, which I guess don't exist anymore, or our doorbusters at Walmart on Black Friday, that type of thing. Speaking of that, do you mind um, if I uh, ask you guys a question? How do you think Black Friday is going to go this year with canceled. everything? I think it's going to uh, be like it should be canceled. It's going to be all, up. All, all online. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I hope so because I, I know that some retail locations aren't opening on Thanksgiving uh, like they have been in past years. Like when Black Friday starts at six o'clock on Thursday. Yeah, it's um, awful. Oh my god. Seriously. Um, so I think. Kenny's right that it'll be mainly mainly online focused. Don't need people literally dying for Furbies this year. I agree. That'd definitely be way better, but you never know. There's going to be guaranteed. There's going to be like those one or two stores that are like, oh, first 500 people in, but no more than 10 in the store at once. Before we move on to the next question, Anthony, you're going to have to dual Tyler and in, in Yuki on the Switch because this man is trolling you. Oh, yeah. oh, I see you said one million to, to oh. gigabytes. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That's why I was like, oh, I like that. That's a good prediction. 
I'm gonna go with the one million. I'm putting a doubling down. I'm putting my grandpa's blue eyes. I'm, I'm wagering it on need, this. I'm gonna need you to send them to the shadow realm after the show. Yug, <laughs> save your grandpa, Yug. All right, while you is this the last question? This next one, last predictions. Yeah, because I think the next one. Oh no, there's two. There's two, right? This yeah, one there are, there are two, and okay, yeah, let's do two. Okay, let's 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 do them both. Okay, so next one, predict possible bundles. What I had written down, I think that the Series S is going to come with, or there will be an option to get it with a year of Game Pass and Sea of Thieves <laughs> for four ninety nine. I'm just putting that Series Sea of Thieves in because I just think it, they they always pack that in, uh, and it's free on Game Pass anyway. But I can so see them doing it. Is it good? Um, I don't like it. I don't I, like I hear it. it's fun. <laughs> That's like when they packaged Burnout with every uh, 360 they sold for a while. Could you imagine them throwing out a bundle saying that they have all these games bundled in, but they also include Game Pass, and all the games just happen to be free on Game Pass? <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. They got to get rid of the extra it. physical stock. Yeah, maybe not a year of Game Pass. Maybe a. Six Trial, months of three Game months. Pass Ultimate. Yeah. I'm changing it to Sea of Thieves and six months of Game Pass Ultimate. We will see that bundle somewhere. Actually, so here's my prediction. I'm going to one-up you. You're going down. I'm actually keeping your prediction, right? But remember, I predicted my price right at 459 Did I say, Tyler? My, ser- my Series S? said 449 449 449 so i'm actually going to bring that up to fi- my my bundle for the series x is going to be a 549 bundle with a year of game pass and two control and an extra controller a second you, controller. you meant to say series s right that's the series s yes so it'll be 549 okay. year game pass extra controller and for the series x they're gonna drop six months of game pass an extra controller for six ninety-nine. Okay. I, I was thinking that they're not gonna do a Series X bundle just because the sticker shock is already gonna be there for people and, and they don't want to like I don't know, make, yeah, make it even higher. That's just my thing. What I I've been equating this my whole time in my head, what I've been like equating this to, or at least relating it to for me is like when you do something really bad when you're little or you get in trouble. And then you're like, mom told your dad when he was at work, and then dad's going to come home, and you're just waiting for him to come home. You're like, oh, shit, dad's coming home. He's going to know what I did. I don't want to tell him. And that's what all the game developers are like. They're like, I don't want to tell dad. I don't want to tell dad it's five ninety nine plus a bundle plus tax. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's just – it's – I just come out and do it. They should just like she gets Shuhei Yoshida and Phil Spencer in a room, close their eyes. <laughs> Give each other like, a note. All right. Blurt, blurt it out. Five, four. <laughs> 99. No backsies. <laughs> you promised. You um, promised. You promised. Yeah. And I'm going to get it in writing. I don't, I don't think the PS5 is actually going to bund- do any crazy bundles. I think they'll just bundle a couple games in it and increase the price $60. Uncharted 6. To cover the game. That's it. Okay, so no. you don't think there's going to be any real incentive to get the bundle? You think it's just going to be like, yeah, you're going to buy these anyway. Might as well. Yeah, they'll probably do it. Really awesome. Usually the, do. The, the, one of the new launch games like Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and the the console and call it a day. Grand Theft Auto Five again. Nothing crazy. Increase the price sixty bucks. So if I said five ninety nine, 
gonna be six forty. It's, it's that six forty nine, six fifty nine. You know, call it a day, and you get Miles Morales the the game. You know, I think that's a pretty solid bundle. I mean, pretty so- <coughs> solid uh, guess because I was uh, thinking maybe they'll just pack it in on Black Friday, but I was like, they're not gonna need to do that. Why, why would they give away something that people are gonna buy anyway? So mm-hmm. maybe that'll even that's a good point affect what the bundles are going to do since if we're going to cancel black friday all digital stuff maybe that'll affect the pricing in the certain bundles they put out for sure not even. yeah i think i think it'll still be the same still be the same yeah i think we'll see a lot more know. black friday deals on the playstation store or microsoft store you know when it comes to games yeah black mm-hmm. friday and and the microsoft yeah, they've gotten pretty good about online. that in recent years mm-hmm all right so anthony did you want to go ahead and guess the, a bundle um uh, uh let's see i'm gonna guess for ps5 ps5 is gonna be we're gonna have a bundle that is what did i say before because i know one was super expensive that was SBAS. yeah that was series x okay for ps5 i'm gonna do the bundle it's like 650 649 but you get Grand Theft Auto Five, maybe like a little add on to that, <laughs> and probably the, I mean five million like a, shark bucks, five million shark yep. bucks, six hundred V bucks, Fortnite Battle Pass, uh, <laughs> just every yeah, but, sort of digital currency you can think of. That should be the level with you console. We put it out. It's just one of those really shitty like five hundred and one games you can put on an SD card. Goals. But yeah, I, I think honestly, it it would just be realistically, I it's the same, pretty much like what you guys would say. It's just definitely right, this the, is gonna the be the hardest one to, to look. This is gonna be the hardest one to look back on and declare a correct person or not. I think, but uh, we'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. I said what they said. That means I was right too. <laughs> <laughs> Mom said I can. It'll be fun now. to look back on when we do an episode in November when these consoles are out. All right, so what do we think that the console's first big sleeper hit will be? I put mine. PS5, Bug Snacks, Xbox Bugsnax. Series X, none, because they're also on Xbox One and PC. Bug Snacks. Is it the one where you eat? <laughs> Is that the one where you eat the bugs and you become the bug? You eat the bugs and then you get the strawberry hands. That sounds like, uh, that's like I hope they bring back Cubivore. It's like Cubivore for the GameCube. <laughs> Oh, I remember hearing about that game, and I can I picture the cube-shaped dog yep. in my mind, but mm-hmm. I, I have no idea what it, what it is. It's very expensive. Is it? It's like five, four hundred bucks, I think. Oh my gosh! It's gross. If only I knew. If only it's, I knew. Get a good bug snacks. We want to want to repeat. Mm-hmm. Um, any guesses here, guys? I know that the 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 lineups are a little bit. So I got confirmed or I got you. My big first sleeper hit is gonna be I think I think we're not talking enough about everybody's talking about Halo for series for the Series X, right? Everybody's talking about oh we were expecting Halo, Halo Infinite, Halo Infinite, Halo Infinite. I think for as good as a game it was the first part, the second the sequel is gonna blow it out the water with all the Microsoft money it got behind it. And that's going to be the sequel to Hellblade. Okay. Okay. I dig it. Hellblade, Senna was... What's the second one called? Saga now. 
right? Senna was Saga. I believe so. Sounds right. That's a good guess. That was the first yeah. uh, Series X game we got a look at back at the Game Awards in December 2019. Looked great. Seen some new stuff since then. I think Kenny makes a good point. The fact that Microsoft is now behind it in a big way, wants it to be one of its marquee franchises. Hopefully it lives up to the hype. I think that uh, I think that that's probably, the, as far as an exclusive goes, uh, quote-unquote, that that's that Series X has going for it in 2020. No, Anthony, I'm just going to put you oh. down for bug snacks. Bug snacks. <laughs> oh, I'm, with, I'm with you on bug snacks. Uh, but I want to <laughs> say for PS5, is going to be uh, Demon's Souls Remastered. That's going to be like the... Uh, I feel like that's not a sleeper I, hit. No, it's definitely. Not. I don't. Well, yeah, I guess I missed the point of the question there. <laughs> it's gonna be bugs yeah, next. Yeah, it's kind of like too. the most like surprising like thing that catches on in a major way. Which I guess you could even argue that bugs next at this point isn't a sleeper hit because it's gotten so much pre-release hype, but not amongst the general audience. Only just among, among like nerdy people in the industry. Oh yeah. Plus that I, name, you just can't my, beat that. My PlayStation prediction, I don't remember the name exactly, but it is with Sackboy from Little Big Planet. Big Planet. Oh, Sackboy Adventure? Sackboy Adventure. Yeah, Sackboy Adventure. Okay. You think it's going to catch on even pick. without the Little Big Planet name? Yep. I think that's my sleeper, a sleeper pick right there for the PS5. Cool. It looked neat. Looked looked very Super Mario 3D World. Some mm-hmm. good couch co-op platformer action um yeah and i'm glad they're keeping sackboy alive despite the fact that <clears throat> you know the developer whose name is escaping me right now moved on to dreams uh the developer? Molecule. thank you thank you very good i was just testing you no, i was itching you i was itching you all right you so we have gone around the horn and down the gamut and up the street of all our next-gen console predictions. And we will check back to see in a few months who was most right. And they're going to win a burrito, a, a pizza, or other. We will figure that out later. Pizzerito. And they will eat it live on an episode. We'll mukbang you. All right. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for joining me this week. Before we go, is there anything else you want to let folks know? See something, say something. <laughs> Don't let somebody walk in on you, especially when you leave the door open and you pee in your office. Don't do that. That's bad. So all I want to let everybody know is thank you to everybody. Tomorrow's my birthday. Thank you, Sky, who mentioned it right at the beginning of the stream in the chat on Twitch. Happy birthday. Happy, Happy birthday. 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 Oh, when this I... comes out, it'll be your birthday. <laughs> Well, actually, it comes out, it like, gets published almost immediately into YouTube. Oh, right well, away. I'm sorry. <laughs> Didn't want to correct anybody. <laughs> but, but he had to. Uh, you know, it's, it, it's, a, it's the Leo in me. I'm sorry. You're lucky it's your birthday, Kenny. <laughs> all right, well, happy birthday, Kenny. Thank you all to the new subscribers we got this past week. Uh, I was happy to see that we finally had an uptick. It's been a little while. So appreciate it, and check out the Ghost of Tsushima video review on the channel, as well as the other content. Tune in to Kenny's Madden Monday next week. And Any suggestions that's for things you think we should do? Let us know. Come on, Anthony. What? Uh, I, it was, <laughs> it was over. 
<laughs> it was over. Okay, fine. All right. Well, you know, but then if it's over, it's over. <laughs>